Hi everyone and welcome to this new podcast and the, the theme of this podcast is going to be about from passion to startup and I'm really delighted to have as my guest today Imbal Koli Krotu and Imbal is really fascinating character if I do say so myself. Born and raised as a Tel Avivian residing in London, she served in the IDF uh, spokesperson unit and shortly afterwards worked as a spokesperson for the Nesset member uh, uh, Professor Braverman. After moving to the UK and maintaining a career as a singer-songwriter, Imbal also freelanced for Google, Apple Music and others. And she's currently studying for a Master's in Entrepreneurship at the University of Cambridge Church Business School. Imbal is also, despite all of that and studying for her Master's, also a co-founder and CEO of Tuniverse, a new music AI startup venture. Now, Tuniverse is an early-stage pre-seed company in the digital audio workstation industry, and the firm is currently developing their state-of-the-art music technology named Do-Re-Mi. And this software is cutting-edge, artificial intelligence-based music creation platform that allows musicians to create complete musical pieces, starting with just their voice or a vocal recording, which I think is going to be fantastic for somebody like me that always has wanted to explore that creative outlet but never really had you know the, the confidence of the talent to do it <laughs> so Imbal, yeah welcome it's really great to have you join me hi matt thank you so much for having me today great being here thank you so much so Imbal, maybe i can just go straight ahead with my first question here and you now you've had such a fascinating life and as i understand you launched a debut single in late 2017 which was called almost 20 and your second single, Right Mistakes, soon after that. So what gave rise to your passion for music and what effect has music had on your life? So, um, first of all, I think music is everywhere. It surrounds all of us all the time without us noticing or maybe some of us notice it more. For me, the relationship with music started very early on because my mom um, was a classical pianist. In fact, most of, uh, not most, but a lot of her side of the family um, are quite musical. Her aunt was an opera singer's vocal coach. I have a cousin who is a classical guitarist. So um, my relationship started very early and with that came music creation as well. Um, throughout my childhood, I was involved um, in musical activities such as choir singing, instrument playing, songwriting. I was involved in school and after curriculum performances. Um, however, it wasn't always so obvious to me that that's the path I wanted to take as well. Um, music was really a balancing force for me, I would say, um, but it wasn't until my early 20s that I realized I wanted to actually be an active professional singer-songwriter. Um, back then, I was working as a spokesperson, as you've mentioned, mm -hmm. and I really barely had time to create. It was quite a um, hectic um, line of work. Um, mm. And the absence of it really made it clear to me for the first time in my life um, that music is really important for me. And is more than just the soundtrack of my life. It was something that I actively wanted to do. Um, so that was really the driving force behind my decision to move to the UK, specifically London, and study a BA in popular music, in song, in song um, writing, basically. Um, and although I'm not currently releasing new music and I took a step back um, from that, I'm still very much involved and surrounded by music with the hope to enable music creation to everyone with our work on Tuniverse. Oh, wow. That's, it's really interesting to see how 
you know, these early seeds in our, in our lives can shape us so much. Uh, I'm just thinking, you know, in my, in my case, you know, you, you, you mentioned, you use the form of words that I really like, the, you know, the soundtrack to your life. And one of the things that, I mean, actually pretty much the only thing that relaxes me is listening to music. And, you know, mm -hmm. I really enjoy going on Spotify and creating playlists, you know, for instance, creating my own playlist, depending what mood I'm in and what theme I'm in. And, um, you know, I think you're so right. This has such a powerful effect. You know, on our lives it does yeah it really really does and um there's so much research out there about how natural music is to us um and also what a powerful tool it is for our well-being and our mental health so mm -hmm. i i would um assume that a lot of people feel like yourselves um maybe they're not as active in music making as i am but even listening to music and mm -hmm. you know finding the right songs for the right mood and relating to others via music is a very mm. powerful tool absolutely absolutely i mean it, it's um it's funny because i've always you know wanted to get into music i remember buying um a simple dj set <laughs> you know, <laughs> many many years ago just to, because i kind of wanted it but i just couldn't make heads or tails of it but you know, with that in mind, maybe I can go to my second question, and this relates to Tuniverse because you know, with that little anecdote, Tuniverse just sounds like an amazing business venture to me. And you know, did your passion for music give rise to this venture? And how did you go about developing that passion into a business? So, for the most of my twenties, I went down two parallel paths that never met really. One was um, my singer-songwriting activities, whether it was for myself or for others. And the other was my freelancing work for Apple Music, Google, TripAdvisor, and more. Um, and these two paths just never met up until 2019. Um, I had a wonderful music teacher around 14, 15 years ago called Tamir, um, Tamir comes from a very famous um, musical family in Israel. His uncle was one of the most beloved musicians in Israel. His um, brother is writing for the National Theatre. His sister is a rock star. So wow. his family is extremely, yeah, extremely musical. <laughs> and yeah. he was uh, obviously um, going down that path as well. Um, he was the musical director of The X Factor and Got Talent in Israel. He worked mm. with the biggest pop idol in Israel. So he had a lot of experience um, in these fields. And I was lucky enough to meet him right after he came back from Paris, where mm. he studied music management. And before he was doing all this cool work um, that I just told you about, um, he actually was uh, the one to help me move to the UK and ignite my career. Um, oh, wow. So we kept working together throughout the years. We did um, opera singers in Italian and pop uh, singers in um, Panama. So we did a very varied, um, um, I would say, projects together um, up until 2019. Um, and we were working on another project together. We had a lot of time in the studio and in the roads going there back and forth. Um, so we had finally the chance after years to really just chat about our passions and um, our lines of work. And we also talked about how technology is advancing and how in music there are still so many things to be um, solved, specifically mm. for DIY artists, um, because this is 
um, where we both operated separately. So I was an active artist. He was um, working with a lot of DIY artists, um, more on a bigger scale through the TV shows, for example. Um, but we realized that we have some, something in common there and some certain passions and certain interests. Um, so we just decided to meet for a coffee and these coffee meetings just kept going on and on and on. And we just understood that we're really enjoying working together, but moreover, um, our work and our ideas together are quite powerful. Um, I think we didn't realize, but back then we were both separately a bit burned out with what we were doing and we we're looking mm -hmm. for um, keeping our musical paths, but maybe tweaking it a bit. Um, so that was kind of the perfect timing for the both of us. Um, but we obviously didn't have many um, tools in terms of development and business experience. So what we started doing was basically consulting. We consulted to Disneyland Paris, for example, to individuals that we wow. still worked with. Um, yeah, and that way we were enabled to, to work together and start building together um, without diving too deep. Um, and that's also, by the way, um, one of the reasons I'm in Cambridge at the moment, because we felt that we wanted to have an additional layer of knowledge um, mm -hmm. that we needed to accumulate. And though I wouldn't say that in order to be a good entrepreneur, you need to go and study. Mm -hmm. But for me specifically and the person that I am, that that worked really nicely. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it, it was just one of those things. Um, so, you know, after having such a um, huge passion together, we wanted to really learn how to help DIY musicians at scale, because Tamir was doing a wonderful work with individuals on a one-to-one -one basis. I had experience of my day-to-day -day life as, a, as an artist, um, but we wanted to create tools that will help this specific segment to continue their musical path, because what's happening nowadays still in 2023 mm. um, is that music making is being stopped to our opinion not for the right reasons it's uh, having to it's it has a lot to do with geographical location financial yeah. resources um demographics social economical situation so um music is currently still not fully democratized and that's something that we wanted to to help with um and as i mentioned we just didn't have the tools um so what we've done is basically listen we've just tried to talk to anyone who was willing to talk to us whether it was engineers graphic designers vcs accountants lawyers really anyone who was um able or happy to share with us um anything about the startup world, um, we were there to listen. And mm. I think that enabled us to understand better which type of entrepreneurs we aspire to be and how we wanted to get there. Um, so we started with a long-term goal, not only for the business, but also for us as individuals, um, and really started from there building, building shorter-term um, goals and how we need to um, get to them to each milestone. And that gave us some initial initial structure. But as you know, even better than I do, um, in start in the startup world, plans are not necessarily always happening the way we hope them to be. Um, 
but that gave us some sort of an understanding of how we need to operate, how we need to achieve things. Mm -hmm. Um, And from that knowledge, we understood that we need partners. Um, So we're very fortunate to have Microsoft for startups, TikTok for startups, and we have a wonderful law firm in Israel that did uh, weeks and checkpoint called Neshis and Brandes. Um, we have a wonderful advisory board member called Ran Arti. So these um, people really enabled us to have the complementary knowledge that we didn't have. Mm. It, it's you know what strikes me there is the the very methodical way you, you've gone around. Um, developing that in helping you transform your passion into a business is helping you you know support and fill gaps in, in where you have let's say limitations or lack of, of expertise or knowledge and really bringing on board important relationships partnerships individuals that and it seems i mean it, it strikes me as quite systematic maybe it's ended up that way but um yeah. <laughs> it did it wasn't always like this it's important i think for me it's important to say that because because I think sometimes when I hear about um, entrepreneurs' paths, it sounds very clear and very obvious. But yeah. um, these are the lessons we can share in hindsight. For example, yeah. we started university in 2019, but five months after starting, COVID stroke and I had a newborn baby at home. So for us, it was an enormous challenge. It wasn't always that clear um, what we need to do and how we need to to go on about um, making Tuniverse happen the way it is happening now. Um, mm-hmm. So it takes some um, adjusting and it takes some lessons. And I think it's also very important to, to take care of your mental health in all of that, because in the startup world, as well as music, there's a lot of ups and downs. Um, yeah. So... It's important. It, I think for Tamir and I, it was very important to also um, take care of our families mm. and how do we incorporate universe into our lifestyle in a healthy way. Um, and, and so that, that was another that balance thing. As, as well. Is um, I mean, it, it's incredible to you know balance all of those things at the same time as pursuing your studies, pursuing uh, a, a business venture and startup as well, and especially one that's you know in early stage like that. So. It's really quite amazing. I think one of the things that I was making a note to myself, it really s- just struck me just now, was the idea of um, DIY artists. And it got me thinking about how you know, technology al- uh, can support and enable us to democratize elements of our life. So, for instance, self-publishing authors, mm-hmm. you know, we can publish books on on um, Amazon these days. But it's, it's, it's really interesting to see that, you know, you have your own passion that you're turning into a business, but also helping others then be able to participate in that and e- either as stakeholders or even as users down the line. So I think that's really quite yeah. amazing. That, thank you so much. Um, I think a lot of the tools that we really appreciate and so many of us use are democratizing tools, um, as you've mentioned. Mm. Um and I think in the music world, um, there are amazing tools out there for distribution and publishing, right? But um, I think we're still lacking um, some tools to enable people to create <clears throat> their initial ideas. So what we hear a lot when we talk to to beginner and aspiring artists is that they have an idea, they have a melody in their heads. Um, 
a lot of um, beginners don't necessarily know music theory or not um, pianists or guitarists, right? Um, mm-hmm. So they don't necessarily have exact the exact tools to um, convert their initial ideas into an actual full musical piece. Um, and I think one of our most powerful realizations was um, that DAWs, digital audio workstations, the production tools that people use, are oftentimes regarded as utility, meaning another tool you can use to make your music. Ah. However, for these um, segments that we're looking at, DIY artists, beginners don't necessarily have the funds or the time or the ability to learn, these tools are not utility, but a barrier of entry to music making. To a yeah, high yeah. standard, of course. Um, so, so once we understood that, it was very easy to build our platform, build the UI, UX, because everything needs to be derived from that realization of mm-hmm. if everything else is complex, we need to make it easier. Yeah. And that's you the know, key in, in our opinion. The funny thing about that is um, it takes me back to um, that time when I bought a DJ small DJ kit and software and looking at it that I just didn't have a clue you're right it was a utility Mm -hmm. but it wasn't a gateway it wasn't a it wasn't a creative Mm -hmm. thing it was just a set of tools and very much utility driven I remember just looking at it thinking Mm -hmm. I haven't got a clue (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's I think a lot of people feel like that and um, these are wonderful tools, by the way. They're so rich in sounds oh, yeah. and options. Yeah. But I've studied two semesters in my BA in musical production. The first thing I did after finishing my studies was taking my songs to a musical producer. Because in the professional musical world, mm-hmm. music production is regarded as a completely different profession. But when we talk about um, beginners, they're expected to do it all by themselves. And unfortunately... Wow most of them um, will either have to really learn how to produce their music and that would come on the expense of their time of crafting their songwriting um, or their singing. You know, it will take their time away from their actual career, the one that they are trying to develop. Um, Or that they would um, try and once they would listen to things outside, they would stream on Spotify or listen um, on social media to songs and their production wouldn't be to the same standard of what they're listening outside, which will create frustration. Yeah, thank you so much for these insights. And maybe I can go to my last question, um, and we can be brief on this because I think you've given so much insights already. But <laughs> with, with Tuniverse being, you know, an early stage pre-seed company, can you share some thoughts and insights about the startup process and seeking support for what is clearly a novel and innovative business. Maybe you could focus on you know your top three tips <laughs> in that respect. <laughs> sure. So I think the first one for for me, the first advice I would give is to really think of what your personal goals mm. are, because everything you're building your own business, but in the end of the day you're going to be that business for a while and you need to make sure that business is not only successful um, externally, but also internally. So that's one thing I would put a lot um, of emphasis on. The second one would be teaming up with the right people. Um, 
And the right people are not always that obvious. Um, yes. To me, it was just a matter of luck that I accidentally just had a brilliant chat with the right person at the right time. Um, but although a lot of people think that Amir and I are very similar, we're actually um, different. We're quite different in the way we go on about stuff. Um, and I think that is a very, very powerful thing. Because mm. if you have another person who is just thinking like you and just operating like you, um, you don't get a diverse pool of opinions and thoughts and actions. Um, so I would say definitely pick up your um, partners and who you're going on that journey with. Um, and also don't be afraid to seek advice. Mm-hmm. Um, I think sometimes entrepreneurs are expected to be very powerful and always know the answer and always be very, very confident. But I found that asking questions and being curious and sometimes looking vulnerable and not sure saying I don't know about certain things um, is quite powerful as well because then you're letting others help you I think what's interesting about what you said there about you know there was luck in how you met Tamir and a few of the contacts but I I think um, it's about putting yourself in those opportunities, so you know what events you attend, you know that willingness to make yourself vulnerable and talk about what you're interested in and what you do, and and let things snowball. So I think those are really quite powerful um, advice for people. So I really hope that they can um, you know benefit from your experience and you know where where they have passion, have that um, additional courage to take that one extra step forward. You know. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Matt. I, I hope so as well. I think it's a it's quite of an individual journey and mm. not all paths um, work the same way. It's a lot of swings and roundabouts yeah. in many ways, but um, hopefully um, the way I've listened to many, maybe these advices can help someone else along their entrepreneurial path. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much, Imbal, for for your time and everything that you've, you've shared. I think for me, if I just su- summarize some the, some points that keep sticking in my mind is that, you know, the idea of, you know, taking a passion, something that is maybe the soundtrack of your life or even, a, you know, a passion or a part of your life. And, you know, thinking about I, 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 what I've noticed about what you're describing is how that passion keeps you grounded. I mean, you know, you, you worked for uh, as a freelance for Google, Apple. TripAdvisor and others, and and still miss the you know the music element. And I think what is really powerful here is how you you and and Tunivers are going about giving people tools to power their lives. And the last thing I think really important that your point about having long term goals for yourself and not just for the business. I think that's so important to keep you you know motivated, but also as you say, make sure that at the end of the day you, you live and breathe the business. But it also has to be something that you know, motivates and inspires you <laughs> as well, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think those are some 100%. good things that I that I draw from this. But Imba, thank you so much. And uh, really appreciate your, your time with me on this podcast. I'm sure everybody will find it so fascinating. Thank you so much, Matt. It was great talking to you. And thanks again for having me. Thank you.